0: Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I have Mickey Carter on with me. She is the founder and CEO of One Strong Southern Girl, and so I'm really excited to have um, Mickey on to really share a lot about home workouts and the fitness industry. Um, I have not had another trainer on in a long time, so I'm really excited to chat with you today, Mickey.
1: Hi, Andrea, and thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and, and connect with your audience.
0: Hey. So I would love to know a little bit more about yourself and how you first came into the fitness industry.
1: Yeah. So that's a great question. So about me, my name is Mickey. And like you said, I'm the founder and CEO of One Strong Southern Girl. And we're an online company that supports women who want to exercise at home or who are already exercising at home. So maybe you're transitioning to home fitness or you've been exercising at home and are looking for new programs and methods and uh, women who are brand new to exercising want to get started. So, but we do something a little bit different in that we don't sell workouts because Quite frankly, there are phenomenal workouts on the market already for whatever stage of fitness you're at. So one of the things we specialize in is helping women find the best programs, products, and services for their specific needs, abilities, and goals that are already on the market. And then, as far as how I came into the fitness industry, that's a great question. I was actually a competitive gymnast up until I was about 14 years old. Then I was a high school athlete. I played field hockey, and um, our high school team actually had a gymnastics team as well. So I did gymnastics in high school. And I actually started exercising at home outside of school when I was in high school. So I would come home after high school, after classes and and do Denise Austin or bodies in motion or buns of steel and, and work out at home before I hung out with my friends. And that kind of stuck. It never went away. I did go to a gym some in my 20s and off and on when I became a certified personal trainer because my clients were at the gym, but I always exercised at home too. So I've basically been exercising at home my entire life And um, before workouts were online, I kind of accumulated like hundreds of workouts on VHS and DVDs, and I I bought like a label maker and would print out notes about the workouts and stick it to the front of the packaging so I could tell other people about it and remember like what was on in the program. And that's kind of how I started my reviews. And it's funny because now I look back and see how it all came together. But um, my friends and family would always ask me because they knew I'd taken notes when I was trying stuff out. And so that kind of led up to where we are today.
0: That is awesome. Oh, I love it. And the notes, because I mean, especially I was, you know, kind of browsing your blog and it's, it's so awesome just to see all of the different, um, workouts that you've tried. And, um, so if you haven't already, I would definitely check out our blog. If you're someone who loves to work out at home, um, just to get an idea of like where to start. So if someone's listening, they're like, okay. Cause I think a lot of us, you know, especially this past year, we've been working out at home and a lot of people that I've worked with, um, are loving it and they're going to continue to stay working out at home. So I would love to know you have three pillars for a killer home workout program. What those three pillars are.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So what I call the three pillars are, uh, it's an approach I call the modern approach these days, because back when I started working out, things have changed drastically. Now uh, with technology, it's just just radically different and so much more exciting to exercise at home. And so the three-part modern approach method with the pillars that I recommend are number one pillar is your toolbox. And that includes your exercise equipment and the streaming workout services that you belong to. And so that is, uh, without that, you'll actually struggle with boredom. And so I like to tell people you have to focus on each one of these because if you don't have one, you'll you'll struggle in one way or the other. And so without your toolbox all, all polished, you'll kind of struggle with boredom. The second pillar is your strategies. And that includes like your plan, your workout calendar, your uh, space, which might be a dedicated room in your house or just your living room. And you kind of move the furniture around, it does not matter, but it's your space and your method. So we have a lot of different methods. I have, I have a method I call program stacking that we teach inside of our programs. And um, those are all part of your strategies. And without your strategies in place, you'll actually struggle with where to start and what to do next and how to put it all together. And then the last piece is kind of the one that we tend to ignore. It gets neglected a lot, and it's actually the most important one. And that is your mindset. And so that's where motivation falls. And that's the the number one question I get asked about is motivation, of course. And without that, you'll struggle with getting started and sticking with it. And so those are the three, it's toolbox strategies and your mindset. And we kind of break it down more over at One Strong Southern Girl, but definitely inside of our programs.
0: I love that. And that's something that that last piece, that motivation, especially for home workouts can be uh, the hardest piece, you know, even though you're like, Oh, like I work out primarily right now in my office and my weights are right there. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's that motivation to like, okay, let me either do a workout that I've already planned myself or on days when I'm really not feeling it. Like I subscribe to Kira Stokes program and then I'll pop on one of her videos. So I don't have to think, and I can just follow someone else. And so I find them to be super useful to just try out these different, um, programs. But I would love to know what tips do you have for people around that workout motivation, especially when they're at home and you might guilt yourself into being like, oh, it should be so easy because I'm already here. I have everything laid out, but sometimes we just lack that motivation. Right. Um,
1: definitely. And that is so true. So you're not alone if you're struggling with motivation. And honestly, I think we talk ourselves into the struggling with motivation, regardless of where it's at. And I hear a lot of people and they're like, home fitness is, it's so much harder to stay motivated. I'm like, it might be, but that's really just a limiting belief, right? You're just telling yourself that because the number one thing to keep you motivated is really your level of commitment. Now we break down, um, over at, like I said, at one strong Southern girl, we kind of, there are kind of different parts that fuel your motivation, including, you know, Your strategies that you use. So, you know, getting tons of workout variety and the equipment that you have and getting new workout apparel, things like that can kind of fuel your motivation temporarily. But when it comes down to sticking with a program, it really is about your commitment, regardless of where you're doing it. And you have to make fitness a non-negotiable. At the end of the day, it has to be something like, Uh, the things that come up in your life every day that you may not want to do like a, a meeting you have to attend at work or, or your kid's science fair project that now you have to fit in the calendar or, you know, being asked to be on a committee for something or, or run a something at, um, out in work, you know, things that you aren't already on your calendar and suddenly you're like, I don't have time for this. Well, at the end of the day, you make time for it mm-hmm. because it's important and it's a priority. And so if you're committed to it, it becomes a non-negotiable and you find the time to do the things that you prioritize and are, are that are important to you. So if you get your mind wrapped around that and tell yourself, you know, t- that it's about commitment, I think that really helps with the motivation, but there are definitely, you know, ups and downs. And there are definitely days that you just don't want to do it. And so you have to, you know, look, reassess your, your self-care and decide if it's, if it's time to step back and take a day off, but, you know, motivation, there's lots of components to it. But to me, the most important piece is that commitment.
0: I love that. And that's um, one of the reasons I like to, I try to train around my menstrual cycle and The luteal phase can be one that that's where the motivation, especially like right before, you know, you're gonna bleed. That's the time where people are like, oh, and that's where I'm like, this is where those, you know, at home workout programs, this is why I subscribe to one because it's those days or that week that I'm like, yep, let me just watch videos because I'll do it. I have that motivation, but I just don't wanna, you know, go through the process of my own workout, which really I don't, you know, it's those little things like that, that we like talk ourselves in and out of. So that's one of the reasons like having just something that you subscribe to, I think is great just to kind of give you that extra boost of like, okay, let me just press play.
1: For sure. For sure. That's great
0: advice. I would love to know now, um, because I've also been asked this, uh, for what equipment should I have for home workouts? So what do you recommend is kind of just the basic, Hey, what do I need to have on hand for most of these programs that you've seen?
1: Okay. So that's a great question. And so I get asked about tons of different equipment and there's so many options out there that are super fun and will add variety to your workout program. But if you're brand new, have no equipment, um, I have found the three pieces of equipment that will absolutely give you the most variety and allow you to do the most work routines. And one way I, when someone's trying to buy a piece of equipment, I ask them how many workouts or programs? Have you seen it used in? If you cannot think of at least 10 ways you can use this piece of equipment and you have nothing else, then I wouldn't recommend that's where you start. So for me, that's kind of how I judge it. If I don't already have equipment now, for me, I've kind of built out my, you know, equipment library of i've kind of tried a million things, but if you're just getting started, that's a question you might want to ask yourself. And now if you're trying a program that uses like a specific tool in it and you have to have that tool to do the program and it's not a huge investment, then that's a little bit different. Um, But if you're just getting started and you're like, I'm going to start working at home, I don't know which programs I'm going to try. Here is my, my go-to list. And that is a range of dumbbells. And for women, uh, anywhere from depends on your fitness level, but three to five pounds would be where you start up to probably 15 pounds would be a nice range. And I personally, if you're just starting to build out your equipment, recommend that you stick with, um, three, five, eight, 10, 12, or 15. Don't get necessarily the two pounds or the eight, like seven pounds, or there's some kind of in between sizes that maybe are not necessary because, um, just depending on when you where, what programs you're doing but they don't tend to use those and so you're going to be like which ones do i grab she grabbed the five and i have a two and a, a seven you know so it's like if you want to do what they're doing i would stick with those um so a range of dumbbells at least two different kinds if you're brand new i would get at least two different kinds and i recommend the ones that are rubber coated on the ends because they are just the highest quality you can get out there they will not scratch your floors they won't roll away they won't um they'll last forever. And so that's, that's what I recommend. The number two piece of equipment would be a great mat this is a really difficult purchase. I talked to you about it, um, during our podcast interview, when I had you on my show, because it's so hard to pick because they're all so different, you know, different lengths, different widths, different thicknesses. And so do a little uh, research and find the one that you need for your floor surface and for the workouts you're going to be doing. And then the third one for me is an aerobic step. I just find that you can use it for so many different kinds of workouts. The aerobic step has come a long way from the traditional step aerobics to now being a a piece of equipment you can use to enhance any workout you do. And so those are my three go-to on my list.
0: I love that. And that's great advice too, with the weights. Cause that's something that I've dealt with, with, you know, I did a lot of in-home personal training, you know, before mm-hmm. the pandemic and people usually ask, okay, you know, let's say they're done with the fives and they're like, should I get maybe eights or tens and, or both? And I'm like, nope, I would choose either your eights, your tens. Most of the time I tell them tens because I'm like, you're going to improve your strength. It's going to come faster than you think. And at first you might be like, oh, these are really heavy. But usually after a few weeks they are like, oh, I'm so glad I went with that heavier set. So if you're kind of on the edge of like, should I do two pounds heavier or should I go a little bit heavier? You'll be surprised at how fast that strength will come. So I think that's really great advice of not needing to get every single set of weights, you know, up to 15 pounds.
1: Yeah, it's hard to decide when you go, like if you just Google it or get on Amazon, you are just like, what? I don't even like, it's the number of options is
0: really overwhelming. So yeah. Yes. And that's also the, the other thing that you had said with the instructors. And this is also just a tip. So when I used to record um, some videos on my YouTube channel. So typically when people are recording these videos, if they're not live, like they're doing maybe five to 10 workouts all in one day. And so like they're lifting lighter than they probably would on their own workouts. And so that's one where you're like, okay, they're only using maybe fives, but you feel like, oh, I could do tens with this. Then go with what you can do versus, you know, if they're lifting a little bit lighter, because I know Kira always says that on her workouts too, of like, Hey, uh, this is, you know, workout number eight of the day for me. So make sure you're lifting to your heavy, not just what I'm doing. And I think that's always something to have in the back of your mind too, is that's just a, a, a video recording secret, I guess.
1: Oh, cool. I did not think of that. So I'm glad you said that, but I, I don't, I have a few like at one point we tried to, I had some people ask us to record routines in our library and I have some 10 minute workouts and I did those all in one day. I would do like three or four in one day, but they're very short. So I I know exactly what you're talking about, but I never thought of other people recording like longer workouts back to back to back. So that's, that's funny. And Kira Stokes routines are, are one that
0: is on my list to, to review. So, um, Mm -hmm. that's cool that you really like those. Well, yeah. And I, I would love to hear what you say about them. Cause I, I tell my clients, these are great workouts for trainers, or if you're in pretty good shape, like these are not easy workouts and I'm in her Facebook group. And a lot of newbies will say, these are extremely hard and they're hard to get the right form on. So this is why it's kind of nice to have a site like yours, where you can kind of, you've seen, lots of different, um, at home options. So you can kind of give a gauge of like, okay, if you're looking for more advanced, you know, here's the direction to go. So I really, I look forward to seeing what you think about them.
1: Yes, for sure. Cause definitely different on-demand services cater to different fitness
0: levels. So that's really important to, re- to realize. Yeah. Yeah. And if someone is not for, I'm sure you've come across this too. Like some instructors might be for you and then some, you're just like, Oh, I know people love this person. I just, it's just not for me. And that's okay as well.
1: Absolutely
0: for sure. <laughs> so I would love to know. So we talked about a little bit about motivation, but now the accountability piece. So as I had said with that, with the Kira's, you know, workouts again, she has that Facebook group and a lot of people in there, um, you know, will comment after they finished a workout and a lot of people cheer each other on. I don't, but I am more, I've always been like a self-accountability person. But if you're needing that accountability, do you find these services, um, a lot of them have accountability like that, or how do you kind of go about that piece for people with at-home workout programs? Okay. That's a great question. It's, it's, and it's going to be very, um, like you
1: said, very individual because some people just aren't that, that person. So that's one leg of our, one of our programs is we have a Facebook group and people can use it to, for accountability for that very reason. And you'll find some people who are just really um, faithful to that and it helps them and it helps motivate them to share that information. Hey, I worked out, I tried this. it was phenomenal and that's you know a way to be self-accountable. Other people will never use that as a way to stay accountable. So you kind of have to stay find what works for you. I find um, I recommend that you set goals, kind of quarterly goals and then as well as uh, mini goals, what I call mini goals. So even for the week, And even a goal for your workout that day. And so if you're doing a workout you've never done, maybe, and you know, it's harder or something like that. It's just in your mind, be like, I am not going to stop today. No matter what happens, I'm going to keep moving. Whether I cannot do, uh, you know, if I have to walk in place, I'm going to, that is, a. so that would be like a mini goal for the day. So just keep setting, have lots of different goals or for the week, I'm going to do five routines or I'm going to work out this many hours total. I'm going to do two strength workouts this week, or I'm going to do a HIIT workout. I've never done HIIT before. I'm going to try it this week, or I'm going to try a trampoline workout. So any kind of goal like that to me, goals are really key. If you're not that person who uses uh, like social venues or your friend, another cool way to stay accountable that I've talked about before is like, if you have a Personal group of friends that work out. So, my sisters and I share, I have three sisters, and we have a a group text stream where we're, we kind of use it to stay accountable fitness wise. So, we, you know, we don't talk about it with anyone else. So, it kind of leaves it open to say like the weirdest stuff ever, but it is a way to stay accountable. Hey, did you work out today? Yeah, I was, you know, so and so nearly killed me, but I, you know, but. It's, it's more personal and what works for us because we're more private and we don't really, it's not something I would put, you know, checking into the gym is not something I would put on social media, but it works for other people. So you just kind of have to find what works for you because accountability is really important to see your, mostly to see your progress, to see what you've, to be able to check that box and look down and be like, Hey, I did, I met, I accomplished stuff today, you know, in, in whatever way works for you.
0: Yeah. I love that. And that's one that I stopped doing. I mean, like, I just kind of like internally, I'm like, this is what I'm doing. But recently with this past year, I guess I started writing down what I did that day, just so I could get like a, a landscape of things because it wasn't quite how it used to be consistent with the gym. Cause I had certain days that were gym days. Uh, but with everything shutting down, I'm like, okay, how am I going to restructure this? And you know, like you, I didn't need that like external accountability, but I did want to have some like self accountability. Like, did I actually do the three lifting workouts that I said I was going to do? I think I did, but did I, Uh, and what did I do? So that's a nice way to kind of, um, for people who are trackers, you know, having some place where you keep it every week, just so you can kind of check things off if you're not into the, the social aspect of it.
1: Yeah, I, I, that's so true because the visual, just looking at it, it's, it's kind of like if you're following a nutrition plan or you're trying to lose weight and they they really like emphasize writing down your weights or writing down what you eat. It's just because that visual, when you don't see it in front of you, it's not reminded to you. It's so easy just to ignore and to forget that you've made progress. And so to see
0: your progress or lack thereof in front of you, it really is powerful and makes a difference. Yeah. That's why I like, usually when I have um, new clients, the first thing I do is have people track their food for at least a week. Um, and just because of that, cause you know, often we reflect and we're like, Oh yeah, you know, I ate really well. And then you forget like, Oh, you know, I ate off my kid's plate or snack time. I had snacks with them as well. And then I had something on my own little things like that, where you don't even realize, Oh yeah, actually I did eat more than I thought I did. And it's just a kind of a opening experience for people. If they're like, oh, okay. Like I, I have some areas that I can improve upon and having that data there. It's just all information that we can do with it. What, what we will.
1: Yes. Writing down everything you put in your mouth for a week is
0: really eye-opening for sure. I will agree with that all, all day. <laughs> well, yeah. And the pause like, uh, oh, do I, I'm eating crackers and I didn't even realize that I'm eating crackers right now. Okay. I mean, uh, absolutely. Down, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or your kid, like
1: you said, your kid's leftovers or like, you know, you go somewhere and they're giving out free snacks and you're like, oh, sure, I'll take that.
0: You know, it's like, dang it. That was 150 calories. I, I, I totally forgot I had eaten. Totally. Oh, well, I would love to know, um, you know, if people are looking at some of these services, just because you've had so many. Um is it in your opinion like the program hopping maybe from one to the next is that a good thing to do until you find something you like or how do you think people should go about trying workouts to kind of see what fits for them
1: Okay that's a great question program hopping I hadn't heard that term but that fits perfectly because there are so many on the market. And I actually just wrote a, a new article on our website where I compare, compare the like over 30 on-demand services and the different features. Um, because the, the thing is, they're all so different the, and the experience you have within them is different. And so you have to kind of look at the instructors that are in there. Is it just one instructor? Are there multiple to choose from? Like um, what kind of styles of routines are in there? What, uh, who is it for? What level of exercise or how much, what equipment do they use? If any, and do you have it? How long are their workouts? Do they have live workouts? What's the cost? Do they have a free trial? Can you download the routines? Which is people forget if you don't, um, a lot of people, it won't matter if you have good internet, but if you live in the country, like I do, a lot of people don't have internet that's good at their house. And so if you can't download the workouts while you're at work, and when you get home, you can't actually stream the routines, then that service is not a good option for you. You need something that has a library of routines you can download. And so, and is there an app? And is the app good? Because um, for a lot of the services I have found, which is really strange, is that the the if you log into your membership from a browser... Uh, on your computer, and then you go to the app, you'll actually have a different experience. And it's hard to find the features you you saw when you signed up on your computer. And then you go to the app and you're like, hey, where is that? Can't find anything. Like suddenly on a device you're using that's smaller, it's really hard to locate stuff. And so that is not a good user experience, but there's kind of a learning curve. And so we found that there's a lot of people that get frustrated with these services and will either just quit or forget that they signed up and just, you know, because honestly, we all like in our mind, it's like, okay, I've got 30 minutes. I'm going to work out. I'm going to sign up for the service, log in, hit play. And there's so much more actually to it. It is that little bit of learning curve when it comes to technology for sure. And so, um, we've, we've, you know, I, I, recommend that you have, have patience and you sign up for a program on a day or a time, not during your workout window for that day. And then you, you use your uh, free trial period because most of them do have a free trial period from seven days to thirty days, and use it really wisely. So make sure you have hit every button, uh, pushed everywhere. Try to find you know tapped all over the the app, tapped all over your dashboard, found where you find customer service, found where you can cancel, and written it down somewhere find, you know, and tried several of the workouts, not just one, but multiple force yourself to try several instructors. If there are in there and several different styles of routines, if there are in there, depending on the library you choose and, um, stick with it for a little bit before you give up. But once you get really proficient at using one on-demand service, you'll find that it's, it's, it is so crazy good. The the, uh, the online demand libraries are on-demand libraries. Now, have workouts that will just knock your socks off. They're just, it's the preeminent way for me. And in my opinion, the number one way to exercise at home now is to find an on-demand service that works for you and, um, use it because it's just so much better than the old way of, of not using technology in your, in your life to work out at home.
0: Yeah. And saves on like DVD space.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, I had so many of, uh, turbo jam. I think yes. that was the one. And mm-hmm. I had like the whole big, like box set. Then you had to find places to store it. And then you're like, which one was the one I really liked? What DVD was that on all of those things? Absolutely. I love to jam. I have, I still have lots of
1: DVDs and that I pull out every now and then look at them. I, I have a hard time getting rid of them, but I, I, I think all my VHS tapes I gave to one of my sisters who has satellite, internet and can't stream workouts. And so she still uses VHS tapes and DVDs to work out. And so I sent her a bunch of them, um, so she can work out at home, but, um, yeah, there's so many things to consider with an on-demand service, but stick with it. Um, and if you're hopping around, and you can't find one you love. We actually have a program called the vault where we match you with an on-demand service based on your answers to a quiz we've set up. So it's kind of, it's really a cool thing. And, And we have a special coupon for your listeners if they want to try that out, but it's, um, it's, it's, it goes through a variety of questions and helps you get, um, helps focus you on a service that we recommend that you should try based on what you answer in this, this, uh, this quiz. So
0: I love that. Um, so if people are listening and they're like, okay, so when is it time for me to switch to a new program? You know, is it after you've kind of hit a plateau or how long do people kind of stick with one program before they try something else?
1: Okay. So this is a great question. So if you, are already consistent, and you're someone who already exercises at home all the time, then if you're just getting bored or you're hitting a plateau, like you said, then that's a great time. And so for those women, we recommend every quarter or so you kind of reassess where you're at. Am I still loving what I'm doing? Have I tried every workout in the library already? Um, is it time to move on? And quite frankly, it's not horrible to just to have more than one membership. If you, if you can swing it, if they're not that expensive to have, these are really uh, affordable libraries and they have hundreds of routines, most of them. And so um, we, I have, I actually belong to like five of them and and there are probably three that are my legacy that I just will never uh, give up because, but the good thing about some of the really, really um, premium services is that they're constantly adding to their libraries. And so You you just always have new options. So if you can find one like that that you really love, you'll you'll just you'll be good to go. But I we do recommend, and if you're a new exerciser and you've been you've done all the things, you've tried at least five workouts with different instructors and different styles, and and you know it's not because you haven't tested out the service, then it's time to move on. And that that can be you know just as it's approaching the end of your trial period you know, it's time to move on and try something else because exercise should be joyful. And if, if you're totally resenting it and not excited in any way or shape or form, and you know that it's not a commitment issue, then there's something else out there for you. Because like you said, there are so many instructors and programs and, and styles to choose from it is, it is just crazy. You, there is something out there for you, I promise. So just move on and find something else that works for you because yeah, there's something for everybody on the market.
0: On average, how many people or how many um, different subscriptions do people usually have?
1: That's a good question. Um, I don't, I don't honestly know. <laughs> I, like I said, I, t- I know I'm at the higher end because I just, i like to, several of them change so often. I like to stay on top of them. So I just keep a membership and I, and so that I can tell the audience, Hey, there's a new program that just dropped in, into, in this library. So heads up. But um, I mean, I would say at minimum two. Um, okay. but, but maybe more it just depends on your budget and which one, you know, there are some out like Tracy Anderson's, uh, online membership, it's 99 bucks a month. And so Ooh. that is the way top end of anything you would ever find on the market. And so if you're, if you're paying for that every month, odds are, that's maybe the only one you're, you're paying for because it's so expensive, but most of them are anywhere from $9 a month to, you know, at most. 20 bucks a month. And so if you're, if you've got a few memberships in that price range to me, two or three would be completely justifiable if you're using them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I used, to, well, and I still do it's on pause for the summer. Um, I don't know. I looked, I don't think you've reviewed this one either, but it the class, have you heard of that one?
1: No. What is that?
0: It's like a dance, cardio, yoga, mindfulness thing, all kind of wrapped into one. Okay. I love it. Like it's like my, uh, in the winter time, so I'm in Minnesota, and so I don't go okay. as much in the in the cold. Um, and so I really like it, you know. Come fall. how do you
1: spell that? What is that? Class?
0: Just, yes, the class. Okay. By oh. Taryn, Taryn Toomey, I think is the original um, creator of it. And okay. so she does. They do live classes, and they have pre recorded, and they also have shorter, like ten minute, like breaks from your computer, little things. Okay, cool. I, that's kind of my fun, playful. Um, and they do a ton of burpees. So this is where I'll, <laughs> I love burpees and I'm, I'm, I know I'm a minority minority there, but, um, they tend to stick to the same type of routine each time. So for me, I like it. Uh, but I know that's not for everyone. Cause I have many, um, clients. So I've literally only recommended it to one client because most of mine don't like doing the same thing every time. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see kind of what you think of that as well.
1: Yeah. And for any of your audience that's listening, if there is a program that you've been looking at and researching and you were kind of have questions about it and would love to hear someone else's opinion as an exerciser, that's the cool thing that, that I think we do. That's unique is that we don't review anything unless we've tried it ourselves. So we're not just looking at the, from the outside, we're looking at it as a user. I go do all the workouts and um, is as many as I can before. I, so I feel like I've tested thoroughly the service. I use the app. I use all the features so that I can tell people, Hey, this is really clunky or it's, this is really seamless. or this music is great. Or the personality of this person is really interesting. You may not fit everyone or, you know, all of those things. I try to experience it as an exerciser. And so if your audience is hearing, listening right now, and they have a service that I haven't reviewed that that they're curious about, have them Message me on Instagram or use my contact form and, and hit me up because I, I love learning about new, new programs out there because there are so many and they're so good right now.
0: Yeah. I know I was looking for yours. So I was like, Oh, I want to do some bar classes. Um, so I was kind of looking at your different reviews on bar to see which mm-hmm. one I want to try. So she, she's got so many awesome ones. So if you're out there, I would definitely recommend Mickey's blog and just kind of explore that.
1: Thank you. So
0: yeah, if people are looking to connect with you, where is the best place to find you?
1: Okay. That's great. Okay. So my audience can find me at one strong Southern or your audience can find me. I'm sorry. At one strong Southern And of course I have a podcast called crunches and cosmos. And on Instagram, I'm at one Southern girl. So they can connect with me. I would love to um, hear from them at any of those places. And like I said, we're offering your listeners 40% off of the vault by using the code Andrea at checkout. And I'm sure you'll have that in the show notes, but um, the vault is where we match you with that ideal on-demand workout service for you based on your workout personality and fitness goals. And so if anybody's out there and they haven't tried on-demand services and they're ready and, or they have tried it and they've been frustrated and feel like they can't find one that works for them, definitely check out The Vault. You can find more about that over at our website too.
0: Well, I think I'm gonna try that myself just to kind of see, (laughs) sounds awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I just have one final question I would love to know. um, So I always throw out a weekly challenge to the listeners. And when I have a guest on, I have you throw out the challenge. So what would you like that challenge to be this week?
1: Okay. The natural challenge I have to, to challenge your audience with is to try exercise on demand if they have not. And if it's time to try something new to, uh, to challenge themselves, to make the effort this, this, this week. To research some other options out there and find something that they love, that they're excited about using, so that, like I said, so joy—it's joy—a joy to exercise, and that so that they're they're excited to do their next workout. And so that would be my challenge to to check out some new programs. Don't be that girl who, you know. So often I hear people they'll email me and be like, "I'm so bored," and you know, I've been doing this this program for um, four months, and I'm just really, I'm like. Yes. Now I know why you're bored. (laughs) It's time to move on sister. There's so many options out there. I know you love that one at once and it got your results, but, and hang on to it. Don't, you know, you can like with program stacking, we actually combine different programs inside of these libraries in different ways. And so you don't have to like, if you join Beachbody on demand and you're like, Oh, bar I'm going to do all the workouts in bar blend. You don't really have to, to work out that way. Don't limit yourself that way. Do a bar blend workout this day and then do a, a step workout this day and then do one of Chalene Johnson's workouts this day. And you know, you have that huge uh, that's, that's, what's great about these libraries. Most of them have so much variety in the workout styles. You can, right at your fingertips, you can just test out new things that you've never tried before. So on my list too, I've got is to do many trampoline workouts. Um, Obey, I think it's Obey Fitness has, is an on-demand service that has a a, a big library of of trampoline workouts in their library among other workouts. And I bought a mini trampoline and I am determined to try this because they look so fun to me.
0: So yeah. I love that. Yes. I'll have to look for that review as well. My son has one, but I could totally use it for workouts. So
1: yeah, I could just see it being really challenging in a way that nothing else I do is. So I'm, yeah. I'm just curious. And I, I looked at some of the workouts and I'm like, I could not believe how many exercises they were able to come up with using this trampoline. Cause all I can think of is jumping in one spot. Right. And, <laughs> but she's like doing all this stuff. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that looks so
0: fun. So yeah, try try new stuff. Be open. I love it. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Mickey. I love your energy. Um, You're just bringing so much wisdom as well to us today. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power.